This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. Welcome back to another episode of the Chase Thomas podcast. It's Monday evening following a really fun Monday night football game and a really sad one for that guy over there in beautiful Los Angeles, California, Evan Swords. Evan, good evening, sir. How are you? I shouldn't ask how sad. are you. I know you're bad. Sad. Yeah. Well, I'm not sad. I'm I I'm I, I I don't think I'm sad because it's 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 a weird little pendulum of of you know whatever when it comes to being a 49ers fan. But I'm 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 more expected the team to play like this mm. than anything else. So I, I you know it is what it is. So you're back to okay. This is who they really were. Well, you know, it, yeah. It's like every week you're like, you know, most of the time it, it swings like that in the game. In the game you're like. Okay, it's draft time. Who are we taking quarterback? And then like something happens, you're like, never mind, playoffs. And so that's what it's actually been happening a lot lately. But then you know they win last week, shut out the Rams uh, two and you know two times, uh, sweep the Rams, excuse me. And then we're like, okay, well this is the game where if they beat the Bills, the Bills are a good team. You know if they beat the Bills, maybe they really can make the playoffs. And then the Seahawks lose, and the Cardinals lose. So like everything had happened to really line up for the 49ers to go to the playoffs, and you get that hope that the 49ers get as fans, and then it's just ripped out from under you. So did yeah. you want to go to the playoffs though? No, of course not. Yeah. But I mean, but let me just say this because your season's very different than the Falcons because. I would love to go to the Falcons, and the Falcons fans who want to tank, I'm like, no, we have everyone in our prime right now. This is a well, win-now team. This is a healthy offensive line. We've never had all of these things working you, in our favor, and we're still going to miss the playoffs. You don't tank when you have Matt Ryan. Right. You know, so what, that's my And Julio thing. Jones. Exactly. You don't, you don't tank when those things are happening. And the 49ers... You know, today at the beginning of the day, Kyle Shanahan said that good things were happening with George Kittle and and Jimmy Garoppolo and that he did, wouldn't say what, but good things were happening. So we're like, maybe playoffs? George comes back? Jimmy comes back? Nah. And then this happens. You know, I mean, I don't know about if you were paying attention, but last week all anybody could talk about was Robert Sala is the next head coach. Everyone's saying that. The yeah. city of Detroit – Government officials wrote letters to the team saying, you need to hire Robert Sala. He's Did that from really happen? It literally happened. And, <laughs> and then Your this favorite week, defensive coordinator. And then this week, 450 yards, four touchdowns. So, you know. <laughs> I would – I'm always going to be skeptical of hiring defensive coordinators at this point in time with the way the NFL is. I, I think at this point, I'm always going to be skeptical. He better be 
and he better be Mike Zimmer. If I'm hiring a defensive coordinator coach, he better be Mike Zimmer. Or look look who the Bills look who the 49ers just played. Well, the Bills are built around Brian Dabble, and this but is I'm, something that and look, I think Sean McDermott's okay. McDermott is a good defensive coach. He's okay. And, but I mean, my point is is you can win with a defensive coach, but you have to have an offensive-minded, you know, you have to yes, have a, a really right good OC. play caller. Yeah. Um well, let's get into our uh our not sponsored, not yet. This is still uh, your portion of the the, the work that you got to put in, Mister Swords. Uh, White Claw is not our sponsor, but the White Claw White Claw weekend wrap up. Uh, how did your weekend go, Evan? Uh, what did you watch? What were you diving into? What did you get into? So I got all four wisdom teeth removed this weekend. Did you really? I did. And you're normal. You're just moving along. So. It is. It was a weird thing. So it, for I, you know, th- I'm 32 years old, getting wisdom teeth removed. That's not normal. Um, but I my get wisdom two taken teeth out, and I'm 29. Have, yeah. So they've never been a, a problem, really. Like you know, I've seen like photos of like they can grow in like the wrong angle and yada yada yada. It can get bad. That never happened to me. So I go to the dentist, and the dentist is like, you know, your teeth are great, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, what about cosmetic things? Like, if mm-hmm. I just want to make my teeth perfect, what do I need to do? And she's like, well, if you really want to go, like, the full route of that, like, you need to get rid of your wisdom teeth first because they're just in the way. They're, you know, whatever. So I was like, all right, bet. So everyone is telling me it's going to hurt. I got my ass kicked. It's so bad. So much pain. Blah, 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 blah. And so the, I'm going into it. She's like, well, no, they grew in, like, the right angle and perfect. So like, it probably won't be that bad, but you know, still be careful. And they're like, here, go get this prescription refilled for, or, or filled. And it was ibuprofen 600, which is really just three ibuprofen pills. Like the mm-hmm. normal ones are 200 milligrams. These are 600. So I was like, Oh, so you're not giving me anything for pain. Like you're like, this is just for, you know, anti-inflammatory. And so I'm getting like really stressed out. I'm starting to worry. I'm sitting here. Like <laughs> I'm not good with pain. I live by myself, you know, there's no one here to comfort my baby back bitch ass, you know, I'm, I'm, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And so my friend picks me up. I get him pulled out. I don't remember coming home. I, I didn't do the crazy like YouTube thing where I'm like crying or like calling my mom or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was totally chill, but I don't remember coming home. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, I've spent the last since Friday morning waiting for the paint, right? They're like, well, you know, after two or three days, it's going to get pretty bad. You'll get swelling. Nothing. 100% nothing. I have no pain, no swelling. Feels totally fine. I mean, I can't, I mean, like, you can hear me, right? I, I feel completely That's what I, I, I'm perplexed at how okay you are after just getting four wisdom teeth out. I, I, could, not, I could not agree more. I was terrified of what of what I was going to go through. And when I saw that I wasn't getting like real painkillers, I was like, oh, this is going to be days of torture. Yeah. You know, I'm not the kind of guy to be like, give me drugs. But I was like, you know, scared. And I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I feel perfectly fine. And I can see like I have gaping holes in my mouth. You can see them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been eating a lot of soup. You know, it would come in handy right now. A white claw? Well, yeah, but also Jinya. Some Jinya soup. Jinya would be, you know, I thought about, I almost I almost went and got it today. I was actually thinking about you, as I do from time to time. Oh! And, 
And uh, I was thinking about getting Jinya, and I just didn't have time to do it with work. So I ended up, uh, I, I think I had soup that I bought here. Well, I appreciate Soon, that, though. man. I appreciate that. Well, don't forget, folks, you can check us out on com. You can listen to Evan and I every Monday night following Monday Night Football, usually when his team is not on and losing. Every Monday. night following brutal heartbreak for all for both of us. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, the nature of the beast at this point. Um, that's why we do a podcast together. We, we, we share in our misery in both college and pro sports because uh, our college teams also had a very bad weekend that I very much did not enjoy. Um, but yeah, go do that. Follow Evan at what is your, are you ever getting your account back? Cause you told me a week ago that if it was still like this after a week that, uh, you might, uh, you might be back or so, so the nuclear my, option might be pressed. My nuclear, my nuclear option is, uh, tomorrow. Okay. So we shall see. We didn't talk about what that actually was in the podcast, correct? Um, I don't think so. Okay. We'll so, keep that one off air. Yeah. That one's a little off air. Let's just say. Uh, I have a friend uh, mm-hmm. who, who knows some very high up people <laughs> at Twitter. I'm personally curious as to see how one would go about using such high up people for such a worthless situation. Um, you know, such yeah. as, hey, this guy made an sync pun and told someone to he, he'd cut him. Uh, <laughs> And yeah. now his Twitter account's gone and he really misses his, his 6,000, 7,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not sure. But uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All More right. to come. There you go. We'll do that. Um, and also, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, leave us five stars in a review. Evan would appreciate it. I would appreciate it, but I think Evan, when I speak, I can speak for Evan here and say that he would appreciate it even more than me. I just think it's absolute bullshit that you guys haven't already done it already if you haven't. I mean, it's offensive. It really Don't do is. It for me, I'm nobody. I am nothing. I don't, you know, what you do for me, completely irrelevant. But do it for Chase. <laughs> exactly. He genuinely wants you to just take five seconds out of your day and leave a five-star review and say some nice things. They don't have to be about me. I wouldn't say anything nice about me. But about Chase, of course, he's got great hair. Mm. He's a nice guy. He's a humble guy, right? It's not like he named the podcast after himself, right? right? Very humble. So just leave the review. Oh, man. There are some people who are friends of mine, family members, who are going to listen to that portion of the podcast and drive off the side of the road with so many inaccurate statements. But that's why you have a weekly spot, Evan. It's because you brown nose and you understand that to be on this podcast week in, week out, you got to you gotta really massage that Chase Thomas podcast ego. <laughs> it's very uh you gotta you gotta do it so we appreciate it we love to see it folks um evan how do we do this weekend in our pick because outside of the titans laying a gigantic egg i i feel pretty confident that you and i had a good weekend well i mean i wouldn't say i'd have a i, I would say i'd have a, i'd have a pretty shitty weekend well, but i'm saying in in picks. Of- I know, but like even still, I just don't think I could say those words out loud considering. Um, but yeah, let's run through it. So first and foremost, uh, I said the Saints. You chose the Falcons. Not sure why. Well, uh, you know, I, you know I what's it. worse than losing to the Saints once? Do you know what's worse? What's that? Losing to Taysom Hill twice. I, you know, I didn't know that was physically possible, but hey, if anyone's going to do it, it's the Falcons. Um, Browns and Titans, we definitely got wrong. Uh, I said the Lions. You said the Bears. I'm telling you, man. It's all okay. I may have done worse than I thought. You have no idea how important losing the bad head coach is. You should know this. You should have learned this lesson yourself, but you didn't. And that's fine. It's fine. We both picked the Dolphins, so we got that right. Uh, 
we both picked the Vikings. We got that right. Um, let's see. We both took the Colts. That was a that was not really a difficult one per se. Um, we both took the uh, Raiders, uh, which you know once again pretty easy. Uh, did we? We yeah, I took the Giants. I can't believe it. I took the Giants. You really slaughtered me this week. Yeah, I did. You know, I, I was going to say I did. So I took the Giants. You took the Seahawks. Uh, you took the Rams. I took the Cardinals. So then we swapped there because obviously I got that one wrong. Um, <laughs> for no reason whatsoever, I took the Chargers. Got that one really wrong. So I think we both had a bad week. Uh, we both picked the Packers. Uh, we both picked the Chiefs. We both picked the Steelers, which obviously we got wrong. And I picked the 49ers, which I got wrong. Um, so you did have a bad week, but I think I just had a worse week. And then obviously the Ravens uh, is who we picked uh, tomorrow that will be playing God. on a Tuesday. Dude, I'm telling you. I got to say, I don't like these. Anymore. I don't like it. I don't no, like no, that it's carrying on to Tuesday, Wednesday. I hate it. Nothing makes sense anymore. No. It really doesn't. Um, not a fan. Not a fan of this. But um, we we shall press on. Um, what time is that game tomorrow? Uh, that game is at 5.05 tomorrow. Your time or my time? Oh, my time. The only time that matters. Come okay. On. Well, all right. Um, that sounds so nice to wrap up your work day and then just have Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. Just You know what's even right better, there. too? What? Because I work, I work remote. Mm. So, you know, like today, all I did was, I mean, like, I'm in my chair grab the remote i just my chair spins i spin over <laughs> i press the button it's on tv that's it don't gotta go to a bar don't gotta drive in traffic just spin the chair interesting um all right well now it's time for our next segment our weekly segment we've we've touched on this a little bit it's hard for us not to share in our misery but uh our time our teams the falcons and the niners um would you like me to go first to talk about this, or would you like to go first with your Niners, Bills, instant analysis? Let's do that first because they're the I'll ones do who the, just played. Yeah, I'll do the Niners since it just just uh, just happened. So first and foremost, we talked a little bit about it, about it in the beginning, right? The 49ers were kind of prime positioning themselves to really actually legitimately make a playoff push after losing uh, George Kittle, after losing uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, after losing Raheem Mostert, their start running back for a while. They lost Richard Sherman for a while. Uh, they ro- lost Emmanuel Mosley. Uh, obviously, D. Ford is never going to play as a 49er in, again. Uh, Nick Bosa out for the year. All of these terrible things, and they still somehow had a chance at the playoffs. They come in today after uh, you know a beautiful defensive game against the Rams with Robert Sala, and they just shit the bed. Uh, four touchdowns, two field goals, 450 yards. You know, before the game, Emmanuel Mosley was uh, on the injury report, report and became inactive. And that was really the only person we had left to cover the slot. So they end up bringing in um, Dante Johnson, who no one should know who he is. And 49ers fans wish they didn't. Uh, and immediately, immediately. They target Cole Beasley. Of course they do. And, I mean, he had 200 yards, I think, almost. And I think he had like 127 yards, which was a, a 
a, a high for him, an all-time career high before the halftime. So, you know, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. The only thing that was good on the 49ers side is uh, the receivers, Debo, whenever they wanted to actually try and get him the ball, uh, and Brandon Ayuk are, are clear stars. One day, the 49ers will have a competent quarterback. I'm not sure when that will be, hopefully next year. Uh, and when that day comes, if they can protect a little bit with the offensive line, it looks like they're going to have one of the best wide receiver duos in the NFL. So not much else to say. The Bills played much better than the 49ers. You know, the Bills, I don't know necessarily that the Bills did anything fancy. They just kind of took advantage of what was given to them on a silver platter. Yeah. Um Someone, I think it was Joel Anderson of Slate, tweeted out about this. Like, Josh Allen's the first raw white guy with a powerful arm to work out in his lifetime. And I was thinking about that. We're just like, we write all these dudes off of just like, you see him coming to the draft. Like, this dude's got a cannon, but he's he's wrong. Ryan Mallett. Yeah. Like those Ryan Osweiler. Yeah. Like, they just, there's been so many. And none of them ever pan out. None of them. And then Josh Allen, of all people, is the one to pan out in that front. Of just like that guy can throw the ball 100 yards, and he also uh, has insane fumbles in the playoff game against the Texans. You're like, this guy. I I don't know about this. Mitch Trubisky is another recent example of this. Um, I don't know. It's just raw, athletic white guy who has a powerful arm is just never, never really panned out in uh, the NFL. And Josh Allen is like the first one to do it in a long time. So I thought that was funny, but also, um. I I do think it's good for you guys that Ayuk has become like this wide receiver class. Like Jalen Rager showed some stuff um, Sunday night, and now we have Ayuk firmly in there. Like Justin Jefferson's a beast. Like you look up and down the list, CD Lamb's a beast. Like, is there a bust? Is there like one bad rookie re- receiver in this class? Because I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, who actually isn't panning out? Which receiver is not playing well? Yeah, no, there is. Uh, there is. So obviously, Denzel Mims is looking better but he was yeah. injured um jalen rager I, chase claypool looks, is insane there's definitely i mean i there there is an answer it's not coming to the front of my name but i wouldn't even say it, it's as important as the opposite which is how like you're saying how many receivers have legitimately been incredible um i i honestly don't know who is the best right now I, I honestly don't know who's my favorite. Chase Claypool might have had might, might have had the best season so far. I think Brandon Ayuk is the biggest surprise in terms of talent versus where he got drafted. Uh, Henry Ruggs has flashed, but I would definitely say where he was drafted, he's been the biggest disappointment. But then once again, he hasn't really been a disappointment at all. He had a game-winning touchdown. Obviously, it was against the Jets, not putting a safety over top. That's neither here nor there. But, yeah, I think this is easily the most impressive wide receiver class. And this is after just having the A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf uh, draft, Debo draft. So, yeah, the receivers are getting better. It's been been an exciting year. You love to see it. But I also – I don't know. Is it kind of like the running back thing where it's just like – (laughs) <laughs> you can find them everywhere. You don't have to pay any of these guys because you can just draft another one in three years. Like you don't need to actually do that. And um, I wonder if that changes the wide receiver market in a couple years. I I wouldn't say so because if you look at all the players that were drafted, they were all drafted pretty high. You you got to look at CD, Jerry, Brandon. These are all first round picks. Rugs is a first round pick. Chase Claypool was like what third round? 
Was he the uh, lowest? I thought he was second. Of, I could be wrong. I think he was second. Second? Yeah. So what I'm saying, like, I don't think we're there yet where you can, like, find, uh, you know, an Arian Foster or you can find, uh, you know, even Alvin Kamara in the third round or something like that. I don't think we're there. Um, you still got to spend on good receivers. If I were to ask you to guess who um, over the last four weeks has the most targets of any receiver in the top, like any receivers of the top three or uh, including the top three, who would you pick? Would you, who would you say has gotten the most amount of targets over the last four weeks? Most amount of targets? Yeah. From their quarterback over the last month. Justin Jefferson, obviously. Nope. Oh, also really? I should specify not uh, this is all receivers, not just rookies. Oh, all receivers, not just rookies. Mm-hmm. The most amount of targets on average per game of, over the last month. I honestly wouldn't even know where to start with that. Deontay Johnson at one, 13 a game. Tyreek Hill also at 13 a game. Your guy right after that, Brandon Ayuk at 11.5. Yeah, but he missed a lot of games, so it's like maybe per game, but... It's... You know. I, I would say that, like... The fact that Debo and Ayuk both look like dudes, and you already have George Kittle, who is a dude, the running back stuff will always be weird. Tevin Coleman, I'm so glad he's not on my team anymore. So I am. I hope that you've enjoyed the Tevin Coleman experience in San Francisco. What does Kyle Shanahan like about him? What is the I deal? don't know. There is nothing to like about Tevin Coleman, the running back. There is nothing to like. I have not missed his halfback dives for two yards on second and eight. At all. Never had, missed it. Don't love de- it. Delayed handoff tonight, or even, like, I'm not even sure what it was, and it was just blown up. I <laughs> think he, they lost nine yards. <laughs> Serious. It was, like, literally, like, Tevin Coleman, first first time he gets gets the ball, and he loses nine yards. He's, I just, just, not, he's not good. I don't know what... He, he should not be getting any money, and uh, it's, it's bad. Um, on the Falcons front, losing... To the Saints and Taysom Hill is not fun. It's not pleasant. the The Saints defense is obviously very good, so you have to take that into account. So I think Falcons fans are freaking out a little bit too much when it comes to the the offense and not scoring enough points. Because I'm like, this is a top five defense. Aaron Glenn's done a great job with that secondary. Um, Dennis Allen kind of underrated now, and I think this is like fifth year back in New Orleans uh, working with Peyton. That defense is just good across the board. Um, but Here's the most concerning and the most dirt cutter ass stat of all time. Young Huku has scored 37 points while the rest of the Atlanta Falcons have scored a combined 24 in the last three weeks. Yeah, it's uh, it. What an interesting concept considering he got released mm-hmm. and then brought back. Was that correct? I believe so. Because he, yeah, he's kind of bounced George, around. He played a little at bit. Georgia Southern, so it's it's only right that he is actually on this roster. And I love Koo, and he's uh, he's he's great uh, on site kicks. He's been reliable this year. Like no one will ever touch Matt Bryant. Like Matt Bryant was just uh, obviously like, right, just uh, unbelievable. Like Morton Anderson to Matt Bryant. I hope Koo is the next guy we just like for ten years. Who's just Mister Reliable and isn't great. That's that would be great, but um, we shall see. Those are big shoes to fill. I just, it was a waste of Julio Jones this week. Um, Russell Gage got really mad on the sideline at one point. I don't know if you saw that. He was very upset for a little bit. No, um, I didn't see it. Deion Jones was the highest graded defender. Deion was all over the place. Him and Foye are still awesome. The Falcons even played pretty well, but it is Taysom Mills. So you have to adjust for that. But 
I I don't know. The offense is just not good, and it should have been a lot better in this game. And Matt Ryan got hit a lot. Um, I I don't know. I I think the Falcons Raheem Morris. There was some possibilities when he was four and two. Um, maybe keeping this job or parlaying it into another head coaching job, but I I don't know. I think the schedule is too hard, and losing this game to I not only are the Falcons not making the playoffs, but they're not going to have a great pick, and I'm just very very bummed. Hey, we can be bummed together because the 49ers are going to miss the playoffs and they too will not have a great pick. <clears throat> Do you know what the worst part about having the 49ers season go like this is? <clears throat> you lose Bosa, you lose Kittle, you lose Garoppolo, right? Those, When that happens, that's it. You're, that should be a four-win season. That should be a top-five pick. But somehow we've entered the worst NFL season in the history of, you know, I mean, there's so many bad teams this season. There's so many underachievers. And the 49ers are going to end up winning like seven games. And it'll be just enough to get like a tw- the 12th overall pick or something like that, 13th. There's no not going to be a quarterback. Watch him take a defensive lineman again, and I, and I will kill myself. <laughs> oh, you got to replace D Ford, my man. You gotta, you gotta look for that D Ford replacement. Um, Is it replacing someone if they never played? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I'm. Is does it count as replacing Tack McKinley and Vic Beasley um, over the next couple of years? Because they kind of played, but if oh, you, you watch the about, games, you'd forget that they played. You talking about Tack McKinley, Forty ers legend, Tack McKinley? Mm, yeah. Mm. I, what an I really hope y'all take another defensive lineman. I, I want y'all to take another defensive lineman. I would, I would be okay with an edge rusher. If it okay. was an actual first-round pass rusher, I would absolutely be okay with that um, just because of how good Nick Bosa is. And But whew, 49ers have a lot of needs. They do. Um, let's bounce around this weekend's games. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Cincinnati Bengals with Brandon Allen 19-7. to Um I think it's time to just crown Mike Gusecki as like the next great tight end of this group, right? Like he had a slash line of nine, eighty-eight, and a touchdown, eleven targets from Tua. Like Tua clearly loves him. He's going to be a safety net. Tua's good checkdown guy makes the right reads, and Gusecki is their best receiving option at the moment. Getting Miles Gaskin back helped a lot in this game. The Bengals without Burrow are just just terrible. T. Higgins the, looks like a the, home run, but. Uh, Another good rookie receiver, by the way. <laughs> Another good rookie wide receiver. Devontae Parker obviously got uh, ejected this game for the <laughs> Dolphins. So Jacecki really was one of the only uh, options on that team. Uh, were the Dolphins good or were they just playing a bad Bengals team that also doesn't even have their number one overall quarterback? I think they're okay. I think the Dolphins are very much okay. And what I find interesting is like trying to measure whether or not they're better than the Patriots right now. I am fascinated. Like uh, they play one more time, right? The Pats and the Patriots. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot wait for that because I want to see what that looks like. And I think both offenses play not to lose. They're both limited talent wise, and they both know what their limitations are. Um, but they both have elite defenses that um, can grind out wins. I'm very fascinated. Uh, to see the Pats and the Dolphins. I think they're very close in where they are and their development, but um, I don't know. I, I have a question for you regarding two when we get to uh, some other stuff later on this podcast, but um, yeah, Dolphins, good win. They keep it going. They're probably going to be a playoff team. Um, 
the Raiders beat the Jets 31 to 28 and um Twitter was just a delight scrolling through that after that Henry Ruggs bomb to to pull off an all-time tank job and everything I saw immediately was like there was literally no reason for the Jets to be playing cover zero in that spot like there is no no reason to do that and it was the first time a play like that had ever happened in NFL history and of course it's the Jets um when you saw that what was your first response I just you know shout out to Trevor Sycamore one of my good buddies uh you know he went on like a three tweet rant about how there was no way that that hadn't been done on purpose to Mm -hmm. tank um and then they fired their defensive coordinator so it was like you thought maybe they were tanking and then they do that and it's like, oh, God, that was on purpose. Um, I don't know. And I certainly don't know why you're doing that with Henry Ruggs uh, in that play with that much time left. I just don't understand. Um, I think with the Jets, I think there's bigger forces at play. I think there's things that we simply just don't know or can't see or think or feel. It's it's more of a, you know, God's wrath in terms of making sure that they continue to lose, or maybe it's God's, you know, them trying to get Adam Gase out of there and get a, an, a good quarterback, get Trevor Lawrence in there. Regardless, I just, I feel so bad for the city of New York. I feel so bad for those fans. Can you imagine what it's like to have to watch the Jets going back to like the butt fumble? Mm. Not good, I would say. It. I think this iteration of the Jets is way more depressing than the Rex Ryan and butt fumble Jets. At least you had some highs. There's, there's been no highs here. It's just been doom and gloom from, from the beginning. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, well, when they had Rex Ryan, they, you know, they obviously went to the the, NF, the AFC Championship. You go up against Brady. That's sad. Um, I think the one thing we've talked a little bit about. And, and, I, and I think we'll, we'll find out this more is what a weird division that is. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Jets are terrible, but like the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Bills, I don't really know that I think any team really knows what they are. And I don't think we can really guess what's going to happen to that division. I don't, I don't think anyone will guess it correctly. You know, the Patriots have one incredible games this year and they've lost terrible games this year then they come you know they come back and they beat the chargers 45 to 0 it's like nothing makes sense for this division except that the jets are terrible it's like the one constant that we have yeah and i i think it's just going to be difficult for them to find their way out like it is weird though can you imagine telling somebody or just telling jets fans uh when they took sam darnold that Mark Sanchez would have a far more successful tenure as the New York Jets quarterback. It's yeah. I would have never had thought that that is for sure. He was the can't miss guy and just proves that we, we don't know anything and uh, it, things are hard to, to forecast. Um, The Colts defeat the Houston Texans 26 to 20. Um, Jonathan Taylor returns 1391. My man Kiki though, for Texans, they keep popping up. My favorite name to say, in the NFL um, goes off for eight and one forty one. Deshaun Watson, he, he's not MVP. Does does he go off? He was did really Kiki good in this game. Go off? Yeah. Or did 
they rush Deshaun Watson and he noticed the coverage. And I mean, well, they got Kiki got like what sixty four yards on that touchdown. Yeah, or was it more than that? I think it was more. Uh, it was I, about that. Yeah, 80, 80 yards is still respectable uh, when you're you're down. But I mean, that play that he scored that touchdown on was pathetic uh, from the Colts. It was just pathetic. But Hey, I'm all for it. Sean Watson's my fantasy QB. He's going to take me to the promised land. I think we need to come up with an award of like the thank you for trying guy. Um, where Deshaun could have been terrible this year. His team is a train wreck. His owner sucks. They don't have a GM. They traded his best offensive weapon. Um, I, I, there's all kinds of reasons for Deshaun to go the other way here. And he's just a trooper. He's like, I'm, I'm going to keep fighting and I'm going to keep, targeting brandon cooks seven times a game like he is i'm gonna find duke johnson on my dup offs i'm gonna do what i need to do to survive this season and i don't know deshaun watson's not mvp but like we need some sort of award for guys who just still ball out on bad teams um with no no hope in sight just to give them something i i want him to have the award but i also don't want to celebrate it because what's happening to Deshaun Watson should be illegal in all 50 <laughs> states. It should be a punishable, uh, you know, it should be like a capital punishment. Like <laughs> I'm not joking. Like there's no reason Deshaun Watson should have to continue to put up with this. It is offensive. He should by the end of the season be able to opt out of his contract legally. Like holy, he should just be able to look at the organization and say, Mr. McNair, I quit. I don't want your money. You can keep it, but I quit. I'm going to go play for the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. Like that's, that's what should happen. It is so ridiculous to see a guy like Josh Allen being so successful while Deshaun Watson is fighting for his life every single week. It's just not fair. It's not. Um, the weirdest game of the week for me, the Browns and the Titans, the Titans scored 28 unanswered. And I thought the Titans were going to win. Like I really, really did that. They were going to come all the way back. And this was going to be the most Browns loss of all time. And they came just close, but like, it's amazing how much this team still lives and dies by Derrick Henry. Like he had a very quiet day here and they obviously got off to the start from hell. Um, Rashard Higgins got into the action here, stepping up for Odell, who I like a lot. And him and Baker have a lot of chemistry and, um, it wasn't running the football down the Titans' throats that we thought it was going to be. Baker just had – was this his best game as a Brown? I'm going to say once, yes. Once again, the season is full of nothing makes sense. Yeah. The Browns make no sense at all. The Browns – I mean, the Browns have eight wins. Yeah. Without Wait, Odell nine wins Beckham now. Jr. Nine, yeah, excuse me, nine wins. Without Odell Beckham – I mean – I feel like you have to like slap people in the face and be like, no, 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 nine wins. It's, <laughs> it's real. Like pay attention. Like every time I see that, I'm like, no, that can't be true. That's obviously a mistake. There's no way that the Browns could have that many wins. That is That doesn't happen, right? It's like seeing, you know, Superman bleed. It's just these are things that do not happen. And the Browns, I don't like what are they, are the Browns a playoff team? Like obviously they're a playoff team, but are the Browns, a playoff team. Do you, I know you know what I'm asking. What's the answer? They kind of remind me of, do you remember when the Bills snuck in and we had the Chargers who just missed the playoffs when they were streaking down the end of the season? We were like, we really want to see 
uh, Pip and Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen in there, but they lost too many dumb Chargers like games early on. And the Bills had Tyrod, and we were like, uh, we we know what's happening here. We're getting Bills Jags in that Saturday afternoon game. We know this sucks. We know both of these teams are not playoff teams. We know that they're not contenders, but we have to put them in there because they won enough games and they deserve to be in there because they won what they were supposed to. But like, yeah, that's who they remind me of is that Buffalo team from a couple years ago. Um, against Blake Bortles when they had Tyrod. That's, that is who they remind me most of where it's like, I, I wouldn't bet the house on the Browns losing their first playoff game, but I also would be uh very like when we get to that point on the podcast, I'm going to heavily favor whoever the Browns are playing in the playoffs. Yeah. I just don't believe in them. I, it's not fair, and I'm sorry, Cleveland fans. You you have every right to embrace this nine and three start because these are difficult and these don't come very often when you're a Cleveland Browns fan. So enjoy it. I'm not trying to rain on your parade, but I do. I will be honest and say that I'm still just not a believer. I, I'm just not. It's and it's not like un. It's not like it's not undeserved. Like, the Browns have had very weird games this year, and they've had very questionable games. They've obviously won nine games. They obviously have an equation that works, right? They have a formula to win these games, and it's it includes Baker Mayfield playing good football, right? Like, it's not in spite of Baker. Like, at the beginning of the season, after the first couple of games, if I were to say – the Browns will have won one nine games by week 13. You'd be like, would they trade for running back? Like yeah. they have really good miles Garrett, like MVP season. Like what's going on? No one would be like, Oh yeah. Well, Baker Mayfield would be playing good football. Mm. That just would not be a thing. And now we're looking at it and it's like, I mean, I loved his quote this week. They're like, what, what's going on? And he just basically goes, well, every time I think about, doing something stupid i just don't do it (laughs) or i think about what would be you know stupid to do and i don't do that just so casually i like it i like it um the lions beat the bears 34 to 30 that this is this is just the end of the matt nagy ryan pace era in chicago um i will have this positive note for bears fans um I thought this was pretty wild. The Bears were key. Another, you're not going to believe this, Evan. Another rookie wide receiver making moves. Darnell Mooney is the only NFL player this season with 60-plus targets and zero drops. Like, this should be an amazing receiving core. This offense should be amazing with Montgomery, with Allen Robinson, with um, Mooney, with Anthony Miller with Cordell Patterson, they have so many guys. They really like this offense being this anemic is just a travesty. Well, I mean, it's not too different than the 49ers, right? Yeah. I mean, Mooney and Ayuk literally wear the same number. I like it. So, I mean, you know what, you know what makes me sick to my stomach? Mm. Mooney was born in 1997. Am I old? We're old. We're old. We're old. Oh, no, no. That's not even close to being as bad as I've heard. Like, I I meet people. Well, I know there's 2001, two guys that have gone 2000, 2001, right? The people who were born, like, after 9-11. That's when you're like, whoa. Oh, God. Oh that's, 
that's that's a very dark very specific like they have thing. no concept of it and it's just that is the mind-blowing like i'm extremely old thing is just being like oh my god that's yeah that is my i'm extremely old moment whenever here's i hear that I, here's what i want to know about the bears do you give I Matt you were about to say, here's what I want to know about 9-11. I was like, oh, no. Where, where are we Listen, does, I mean, jet fuel, jet fuel, does it melt steel beams or what? Like, what do we got going on? Like, someone, ex- tell me. No. Uh, the plane doesn't fit in the Pentagon. Uh, no, that's not, I don't believe that. I don't, I'm not serious about that. Um, I, especially while I have sirens. I was going to uh, say, that's amazing um, timing that the sirens yeah, the, go off the, right after you say coming. That. Come to get me right now. That's what happens when you live in downtown LA. There are sirens constantly. You're just gonna have to accept it. No, um, you wait till the horn. By the way, when the the horns on the fire trucks in downtown LA are like, I would imagine what like Valkyries from Valhalla would like <laughs> blow to like bring the troops. Like it is the loudest thing on earth. Um, no, but do you give Matt Nagy? an extra season do you give him some leeway here do you oh, say absolutely not no th- everyone's gone everyone's gone you're you're cleaning house even even though they gave him mitch trubisky and mitch uh, trubisky who starred in napoleon dynamite he also won a nick Foles. they gave up they, assets for nick Foles. i mean but he's not the gm uh, I think they, they, I think Payson, now you talked about it, and now he was like, yeah, I knew him from Kansas City, go get him. I, I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's what happened there. Um, I mean, let me say, let me say this. If that's the case, yes. I don't know. If you're a Bears fan, my buddy is a Bears fan. My buddy does not use social media mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form ever. He, he's one of those guys that just would never in the history of, like he, like, he just doesn't understand it. He doesn't use it. He posted for the first time since October of last year, uh, the Bears like color and font and everything, and it just says "fire everyone." It's first time posting, and uh, we're looking at a solid <laughs> year and a half. That sounds it, delightful. I mean, Not that and he's, ever. he's like from Chicago, in the city, born and raised as much as possible. So, it, it, you know, sometimes when you think you've got a bad. Not that bad. Not no. a Bears. Um, the Vikings get back to 500. They beat the Jags 27-24. Um, the people who are betting on just the season from hell. The the Mike Zimmer implosion. Couldn't be me. That guy breeds 9-7. and seven. That guy lives for 10-6. and six. He is not going 4-12 and 12 in my NFL. It's not happening. Mike Zimmer. I love that he came back. I love that the Vikings are... They have an outside shot. It's still going to be difficult for them to to make the playoffs, but I do think they're moving in the right direction, and uh, they're fun. The The Vikings are fun on both sides of the ball, and I think uh, I would like to see them in the playoffs because I do think they would actually be a dangerous team that I would not want to play in the first round. Dude, I have been shitting on Kirk Cousins since, I mean, literally since I have had the opportunity. I, I It is just all I have ever known is talking about how much of a punchline Kirk Cousins is and he's playing good football. Do you know how much that hurts me? Do you know what that does to my psyche? It's like you think I think it's bad enough that the 49ers are losing every single important player and, you know, being terrible. It's bad enough that the Oregon Ducks are losing to Oregon State Beavers. It's bad enough that I've got four wisdom teeth getting ripped from my mouth. 
but Kirk Cousins is playing good football. Mm. What am I supposed to do with that information? Uh, get excited about trading for him this offseason. I guess, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, some positive news. Your New York Giants took care of the Seahawks uh, 17-12, to and the Rams, my team in the NFC, defeated the Cardinals 38-28. So some rivals got shellacked on your watch this week. And something that I thought was interesting is the Seahawks had the best red zone quarterback in football this season, and the Seahawks got in the red zone exactly zero times against the Giants. Like, Colt McCoy was really bad, and watching back through this game, it's like Wayne Gallman deserves a humanitarian award for making that work. But, like, the Giants' defense just being this good with Patrick Graham running things is it's wild. Like, he is probably going to get a head coaching job out of this because who would have ever thought before this season that it wouldn't be the Cowboys and the Eagles? We just wrote them in. It's like they'll be battling for the NFC East um, in December. And no, it's going to be the Washington football team and Alex Smith against a former backup in Washington last year, I believe, Colt McCoy. Like, what? Daniel Jones and Alex Smith might decide the NFC East this fall? Like, what? I tried telling you, you don't want to listen. All Alex (laughs) Smith does is win football games. Wait, hold on. That's not true. Let the record show. I've said Alex Smith wins regular season football games. He is the king. I forgot what stat. Like, I had the stat from a couple years ago during his run with the Chiefs and even a little bit of the Niners where, like, his regular season record was just bonkers. Like, it was just that dude lived for 11 and 5, 12 and 4 in the regular season. Yeah. And, he, I mean, it was on the Chiefs, he, absolutely. But you got to remember, <clears throat> he won five games before he tore his knee in half with the Redskins. He, he was winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Alex had a better team right now, I would really be thinking like he could do some damage in the playoffs. I don't think he can do some damage in the playoffs. Uh, Terry McLaurin is supposed to be one of the best receivers in the NFL, and he's not really getting, you know, Alex is struggling to find ways to get him the ball. He had six targets tonight, uh, or excuse me, yeah, six targets tonight for two receptions, 14 yards. So, you know, Alex is struggling to get his playmakers the ball, but he's winning. That's all that matters. That is true. Where does Alex Smith go next year? Oh, no, he stays in Washington. You think so? Yeah. Stays with the football team? Yeah, I think so. That's a good thing going. He has uh, familiarity with uh, this group. I I don't know. I think this has been really good for him, and I think this is an opportunity for him to to keep building. And I would love to play for Ron Rivera. It seems like he is just like one of my, the best coaches. To, like him and Alex Smith are both going to win. Like, is there a coach comeback year of the award? I don't, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Yeah, I know. It's like the perfect story. Yeah. You know what? I I, I got to say though, uh, who is the light skinned, mobile, uh, black quarterback that the Redskins will take? Excuse me, the the football team will take. Uh, to then have uh, him take over the starting QB oh, position Trey Alex Smith. Is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. So that's what's going to be hilarious. First, it's Colin Kaepernick. Then it's Patrick Mahomes. Now it's going to be Trey Lance. Is that what is going to happen? It's going to be Trey Lance. So Alex Smith, if there's one, there's two things that Alex Smith does in the NFL, and that's win regular season football games and lose his starting quarterback position to uh, light skin mobile. 
uh, quarterbacks with strong arms. All right. Uh, I need you for you to explain to me uh, what Los Angeles teaches in special team practice week to week. I need for you to explain to me how an NFL team can be this bad on special teams and lose 45 to nothing to this iteration of the Patriots. I need for you to explain it to me outside of Justin Herbert playing one of the worst football games of any quarterback this season, which I know really yeah. hurt you too. It, it, it was honestly, it was sad, but so here's the thing, right? With an LA team, you know, cause it's LA. So when they cover uh, film, it has to be in uh 20 second clips like TikTok. Mm. So, there's only so much you can cover and they, they try to get through it all. But obviously you're like, everything has to come in the form of a TikTok video. Uh, you can't really cover a lot of ground when it comes to uh, special teams play and watching the tape and film study and things like that. Mm. It's uh, it was bad. And the Pats, uh, they had fun and I'm, I'm happy for cam. This is a revenge game for him. Being What's mad that? about them uh, sticking with Tyrod and taking a quarterback and not signing Cam like everyone just I don't think any – Do you think no, he I don't, no, I don't think Cam is – Cam doesn't get a revenge game this season. Cam is just trying to find a way to have a winning season. I don't think he's trying to find ways to be motivated. I think Cam has got his back up against the wall. And, uh, you know, I think this was a good game for him. But I, I'm sure he's not thinking about revenge games right now. I think he's just trying to figure out – how to how to be a, a starting quarterback for the New England Patriots? True or false? Cam Newton and Alex Smith are starting quarterbacks in the NFL in 2021. Alex Smith is. I don't know if Cam is. Yeah, I don't know that Cam is. If Cam is, I think it's for a team that will draft a quarterback early, and he'll be the you know presumptive starter who might lose his uh, starting position week one. Um, there are a lot of teams this year that are going to be drafting a quarterback. And I think Cam and Alex Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo, I think those are the kind of quarterbacks you want, uh, for the team that does draft a quarterback. So I, you know, week one, maybe there's no way Cam Newton ends the season next year as a starter. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, we finally saw it. The Eagles took out Carson Wentz. He was bad again. I wrote about him this week um, and how complicated it is. And going back through old quotes from 2017 and looking at what his career has been since then and Jay Glazer admitting on the pregame, I don't know if you saw that, uh, that him them drafting Jalen Hurts lost a lot of confidence. He says it wasn't Jalen Hurts getting drafted. And then the – here's what I don't like. So Aaron Rodgers – obviously took that personally like the mj meme with uh the packers taking jordan love in the first round yeah yeah. he took that personally and was like i'm just gonna go have an mvp season and get the number one overall seed and take us to the super bowl carson Wentz went the other way which was uh i've already struggled with injuries i've already had the last two years of hell i'm kind of regressing i already am a little mentally shaken because nick Foles took my job and I was going to win MVP. I was 11 and two at the time. Um, insanely accurate, just perfect quarterback. And then I was going to probably win MVP that year. And then Nick got my moment. He Philly will love him forever. He's the guy who beat the Pats. Um, I'll never be loved the same, all that kind of stuff. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Carson just being freaked out about them taking hurts in the second round and just, over the three-year span of him just kind of mentally falling apart, which is why 
I just don't believe this is it for him. Like, someone tweeted out a Philly Eagles fan or writer, I forgot who it was, during this game that I thought was a <laughs> thought could definitely be a thing, which was Frank Reich is going to get Carson Wentz to replace Philip Rivers after he retires this season in Indy. And Carson Wentz is going to go 11 and 5 and go to the Super Bowl with Indianapolis Colts. Like, he's just going to be back to normal Carson Wentz. He's going to get his mind right. It's just, he's got to get his mind right somewhere else, and it's not in Philly. Jalen Hurts, I don't think, is the answer. He didn't look all that great and inspiring either. He's probably still a backup in this league. But um, I don't know. I just think the Wentz stuff is sad, and I think it's more mental than physical, which is actually a positive because. I still refuse to believe that 2017 version that looked like the second or third best quarterback in the NFL is just not there anymore. And that I understand the injuries are a big thing, but I don't know. I think there's just still too much talent and it's just a mental thing he has to get over and he's not going to get over it in Philly. But you put him in Indy, I I, I wouldn't hate it. Um, the other thing, Zadarius Smith uh, had this note. Uh, I saw this the other day. Um, he and several other Packers had a meeting with uh, defensive coordinator Mike Pettin, and he asked them to be more aggressive with a lead. And in this game, they kept sending the blitz. They were aggressive throughout, and he he was happy about it. Um, he said, anytime you can go upstairs and knock on coach's door, I think it changes a lot. So shout out to good coach of the week, Mike Pettin, for listening to his really good edge rushers in staying blitz happy and staying aggressive even when the Packers are playing with Lee because Aaron Rodgers is a monster. Yeah, I mean I don't think you're you know I I have been talking about this for quite a long time now. Uh the Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour is still in effect. Um I think as they continue to win more football games, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably being like, all right, I should probably <laughs> not worry about being offended and just worry about winning football games. Um, but that said, you know, I mean, he is playing great football They're They've got a lot going on from, I'm just waiting for the Packers to get to the playoffs because as we saw last year, sometimes that doesn't translate no matter how good Aaron Rodgers is. And, uh, yeah, man, kind of waiting to see what we see from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. We all want cheese Packers, right? Who doesn't want Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and the Super Bowl? Outside of the fans of teams that um, are pseudo-contenders or quote-unquote contenders. Like, who doesn't want that? I I think I, you know, I think I definitely want that. The history alone. But, like, I want Mahomes versus Rodgers. I really, really want it. I, I think it would be interesting. And I think it would be more of a toss-up than some people might think. Um, can I give you some Drew Locke stats? Yes. Yes, you can give me Drew Locke stats. Drew Locke has the worst qualified passer rating in the NFL this season. He's third to last in ANYA, worse than Nick Foles, who has just been dreadful, who also beat the Falcons. Has more interceptions and touchdowns this season, and the second most interceptions in the NFL, even though he's only played nine games. Um, Drew Locke is atrocious. The most turnovers since week seven. Russell Wilson, 12 Drew Locke, 11, Jared Goff, 10, Derek Carr, 8, Carson Wentz, 8. Um, a lot of those guys are fumble happy, especially Derek Carr, but like the Wilson stuff is eye-popping, obviously, but 
Drew Locke, man, he's just not the guy that Broncos are going to have to. How many quarterbacks does John Elway get to bring in before it's like, ah, maybe John Elway doesn't know what he's doing here? Well, first off, this Drew Locke was like the first time in a long time where they were like, okay, we'll draft a quarterback. We'll actually take it seriously. I told you this. We've talked about this. Yeah. I personally never saw what they saw. I think he's just fun. Like him jamming out to Jeezy last season sold me on him. Oh, yeah. I was definitely excited to watch him kind of like enjoy playing. But, yeah, man, he uh, he's not it. No, no. I, I really hope we get Stafford in Denver. That's what I want. I would like to see Matt Stafford get his moment in Denver. That is something that seems so obvious that I just don't think it's going to happen because it's so obvious. Um, and also it's just so difficult to trade Stafford. If you look at, um, what's going to have to be involved to, to really move on from him. If the Detroit lions end up wanting to do that, um, questions that need answers, Mr. Swords. Um, yes or no. Is Patrick Mahomes the MVP after this week in the NFL? Has it changed for you? I mean, MVP, I think, yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. I I don't think that changes. I think it's becoming more apparent as we watch Russell Wilson lose to the Giants. Uh, Russell Wilson has played some of the worst football out of a, you know, out of really competent star level quarterbacks in the last like four weeks. I think out of any quarterback in the last 10 years, Russell Wilson has been playing awful and i mean i am as big of a hater as you can get when it comes to the seahawks and it's Mm -hmm. not coming from that part of me you know what i'm saying like russell wilson's playing bad football and he was playing really good football in the beginning of the year so i i don't want to like break it down any further than that i don't think it needs a lot of analysis i just he's not playing well and it's you know over the years you could look at russell wilson and and be like well, look what he's doing. He doesn't have a receiver. You know, you know, Doug Baldwin is undrafted. Uh, you know, like who is the receiver for the Seahawks? I always forget his name because that's like that's what the Seahawks wide receivers are that went to uh, the Jets. Oh, Javon, uh, not Javon Curse, um, but Curse, Jermaine yes. Curse, Jermaine Curse, right, right. Like Jermaine Curse is not that great. Blah blah blah. Like he finally has DK Metcalf, who is this bona fide all star. And Tyler Lockett, who is just like the perfect Russell Wilson receiver, finally. And you're like, okay, he starts out the season, he plays well. He's he Russell Wilson's finally gonna have his MVP season, and then he just shits the bed week after week after week after week. So when things like that happen, I don't know how you don't look at what Mahomes is doing and just be like, yeah, you gotta give it to him. Yeah, I think it's still probably Mahomes. Um, can I give you a crazy 49er stat because life is weird and we have to keep coming back to the 49ers? I think so, yes. Did you see this? That the most pass yards in the first 13 starts in NFL history? Who the top three are? In the 49ers history or just no, in general? No, NFL as a whole. And it includes one specific San Francisco 49er. The Nick Mullins? Nick Mullins is number three. 3,610 passing yards. Andrew Luck had 3,792. Patrick Mahomes, number one at 4,207. How does I mean, Nick Mullins have 3,000 passing yards? Because Nick Mullins is quite literally the product of Kyle Shanahan. 
Like, that's just, that's what it is. That's just bonkers. I don't know if Some... Kyle Shanahan deserves credit for that or what. I, I don't. He does. Yeah, he, I guess he does. He, he absolutely does. Kyle Shanahan is that good. Now, that said, with Kyle Shanahan being that good, fucking Nick Mullins, man, needs to go. <laughs> like, badly. He's bad. I don't know what else to say. He's just he's really bad. And the 49ers have a really bad situation. I mean, obviously, Jimmy I, – I wish Jimmy would have stayed healthy just because there were so many Jimmy G haters and he never got to play with George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel all playing together. Um, but, yeah, man, like Nick Mullins is the product of the Kyle Shanahan system. You know, yes, he has all those yards, but you also have to see how many of those yards came after the catch from guys like – George Kittle and Debo Samuel, you know, so it happens. Um, Mr. Swords, what is uh, your what the fuck moment of the week? I mean, I, I gotta say, my what the fuck moment of the week probably is the Chargers losing to the Patriots, zero to forty-five. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck, right? Like, I couldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised that the Chargers lost a game like that to a good team. And I'm not saying the Patriots aren't a good team, but I would have never expected that to happen to the Patriots at this point in the season after watching what the Patriots have done over the last four weeks. I think all of those pieces in that pot as it cooks is definitely the the what-the-fuck moment of the week for me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what is your your spiciest NFL take right now? What is your spiciest NFL take that you've been you've been stewing over? You've thought about unleashing on Twitter.com. Other than the the Chiefs, there is not there's no good NFL team. Other than the Chiefs, I think there's the Packers no, are good. I there's think. no, I don't, I as a guy also who the Saints. It, I'm going to throw the Saints in there too. No, no, exactly. That's my point. The Packers are the closest, and I still, I mean, the, the Packers are frauds. After what they, frauds. the forty, after what the forty nine ers did last year to them, the Packers are frauds. Until I see them be successful in the playoffs, I will think nothing differently. And they should be so lucky <laughs> that they don't have to see the forty nine ers in the playoffs again, healthy, because it would probably have happened again. But the Steelers, I have been screaming this for so long. They are not good. They are frauds. And I have had to sit here and watch as they continue to win, to win, to win, and then they lose finally to the Washington football team. They are frauds. There is no good football team outside of the of the Chiefs. The Seahawks lose to the Giants. There's no good football teams. Mm. And and I mean let me just for the people that are going to be super hyper specific with that sentence, if you really need to replace good with great and that's probably closer to what I mean uh in terms of less hyperbole, but there's no special football teams this year outside of the Chiefs. And it's and the Chiefs are the Chiefs, so it's like really not that special. It's exactly what you'd expect of them. But every time a team gets good, they lose. And every time a team gets bad, they win. It's the weirdest season of mediocrity. There's a million fraudulent NFL teams this year. Uh, and if it's not the Patriots, it's then the Seahawks. And if it's not the Seahawks, it's the Steelers. There's no I don't trust a single team in this NFL other than the Patriots or the the Chiefs, excuse me. 
Is there yeah. a, t- a team you trust to win week in and week out other than the Chiefs? <sighs> the Packers. And the Saints, especially if Drew Brees is healthy. Yeah, I think at that point. Those are the three that I'm pretty solid on are just elite teams. I really do believe that. Drew Brees broke 1,200 ribs. I yeah. don't Well, that's really what I'm saying. Know. Like, if he's not hurt, like, I think the Saints, I'm pretty comfortable saying. Or, like, especially if they got the number one seed, that, like, that would be a really good matchup. And they match up really well with the Chiefs, and I would love to see that, too. I think those three are just the, the class of the NFL at the moment. Yeah, but that's my point. Like... Normal seasons have much more dominant teams in them than that. Yeah, the Patriot, the 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 Patriots are gone. The Packers maybe are good, but they're not great. And if they're and if they're anything close to great, it's only because of Aaron Rodgers. It's not their defense. It's not their running game. It's not their receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's only Aaron. Well, I Rodgers. think Devontae Adams has been pretty special. I think Devontae yeah. Adams is officially a special court uh, receiver, and Aaron Jones still really great too. But Aaron Jones is like the king. And once again, I, I'm not a football analyst. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not grinding tape every night. But as a fan, Aaron Jones is the epitome of, yeah, he has great games and he will flash and you'll see amazing. But it's just like that's not that's – not, that's not your star running back. That's not – you know what I'm saying? Like that's not your Adrian Peterson. That's not your – Alvin Kamara, that's that's not him. And I, I don't know, man. The Packers did last year exactly what I knew they would do, which is go to the playoffs and then shit the bed. And they did it. And I'm just saying that until I see them not do that, I'm expecting that out of them. And, and for the Saints, I'm expecting that out of them if – you know what I'm saying? Like if they – I mean I was really wondering do they make the playoffs with uh, Taysom – Hill, but now he's winning football games, so they probably will. But I fully expect them to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Unless they play the Packers somehow. And then it's like both teams forfeit. I don't know. Who who loses that game if they have to play each other? Yeah. Um, are you ready for our picks this week? Oh, God, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> are you ready for me to do the timer? I'm ready for the two-minute timer again. Uh, yeah, but if we're going to do that, I want to actually have a fighting chance. Mm. So what does that entail? Give me one second. A fighting chance. I don't know where you're going with this. I know you're not. Give me my notes. All right. There we go. I want you to pull them up right now. Hope the the games. Can you okay. do that for me? Okay. All right. And then just n- n- sound them off one by one. Sound off the games or my picks? The games. And then your picks. Or actually, you know what? I can do kind of a little bit of both. I'm just going to type on my keyboard instead of my phone. That's okay. All. So let's go. I'll start it. I'll do it. Uh, here we go. Two minutes on the clock. Starting. Patriots and Starting now, Patriots and Rams. Oh, Rams. Me too. Uh, Titans, Jaguars. Titans. Indeed. Vikings, Bucks. It's nice not to talk about Tom Brady um, for a week. I was getting exhausted by the Tom Brady conversations. Um, give me the Bucks at home. Okay. I am taking the Vikings. Okay. 
Chiefs Dolphins. Uh Chiefs in a blowout. We two it gets pulled. Yep. Oh, you think it gets pulled? Mm-hmm. Bron- Broncos Panthers. Uh Panthers. Broncos are yep. bad. Teddy's good. I agree. Uh, Bears Texans. I'm taking the Texans, and I'm I'm probably gonna be wrong. I'm but taking sh- the Texans too. Give me the Texans here. Another quarterback the Bears could have had and had Mitch Trubisky instead. Yep. Uh, Giants Cardinals. I'm gonna take the Giants. This is gonna be good. Um, I think the Cardinals finally bounce back, and the Giants come back down to earth. Daniel Jones is back. Give me the Cardinals. Okay. Jets, Seahawks. So what a what a comeback game for the Seahawks. Oh, you skipped a couple Monday. Uh, one. You skipped another one o'clock oh, game. I, oh, I did. Excuse me. Cowboys, Bengals. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys. Cowboys, but I don't feel great about it. No one does. It's two terrible teams. Raiders, Colts. Weird game. <sighs> Give me the Colts. I'm gonna also take the Colts, but I don't feel good about it. Seahawks, Jets. The Seahawks finally get their. Uh, of course, they. They do. needed but this game. It is the ultimate Seahawks thing to have the worst loss of their season and then get the Jets immediately afterwards. It's such a Seahawks thing. Uh, all right, Packers, Lions. Almost. Yeah. We're getting faster. We're getting faster. We're um, both taking the Packers. Uh, Packers Falcons, and Lions Char- are close. Yeah, give me the Packers though. Falcons and Chargers. You're going to take the. I think we're both taking the <sighs> the Falcons. Yeah, I guess, but I, yeah, okay. I want to win oh, for once. I want to win, so I'm gonna take the the Falcons here, even though I want to pick the Chargers. You know, I do. Uh, Washington football team against the 49ers. Ooh. After watching what the Bills did to the 49ers, I'm taking the football team, man. Alex Smith redemption game. Mm. He has he hasn't had a chance to get it really. I'm sad there won't think, be fans for this because I think the ovation would be really special. Oh, it would it would have been the loudest time in in the 49ers uh, fan history. Uh, yeah, but they're also playing in Arizona, probably, or are they playing in Washington? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to take the football team. What about you? Uh, give me the Niners. Okay. Yeah. Weird. All right. Saints. Uh, by the way, I don't think two minutes is a plausible thing here. It's not. <laughs> uh. But it's nice to try. Yeah. Uh, Saints Eagles. I think we're both taking the Saints here. Yeah. Uh, Bills Steelers. I am taking the Bills. No. They're going to give Steelers their second loss. The Bills are coming off a very well played game. I'll take the Steelers. You can take, the, or I'll take the Bills. You take the Steelers. That's fine. I don't like the Bud Dupree's out for the season. That's a sneaky big blow for the, the Steelers defense. But. Um, no, give me the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers after all this. The Browns and the Ravens. A sneaky good game. This has been the season from hell from Baltimore, but yeah, I give wanna... me the Ravens. I still don't believe in Cleveland. Give me the Ravens. I'm also taking the Ravens. I I want to root for Lamar. I want him to be successful. Hopefully he finds a way to be successful here. Yeah. All right, there we go. Um, Mr. Swords, uh, do you have any stories for story time as we wrap up here on this episode of the Chase? Well, I mean, I I definitely told you the story uh, about how I got all four wisdom teeth removed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, another thing that I, as I look around, uh, Mm -hmm. I will be sleeping on a bed tonight with no bed frame. 
Yeah. As I just sold it, I am currently in the process of fire sale selling all of my furniture and I'm going to be going on a two to three month embargo around the world. Uh, and by world, I mean basically the West Coast. Uh, I'm going to go visit some friends. And so I have eight days left before my flight in which I need to get rid of all of my furniture and put some things in storage. And I am not prepared for it at all. And uh, That's stressing me out just listening to it. Yeah. I, you know, Imagine trying to figure out how, much clo- how, how many clothes you need for three months, two or three months. Well, you but wear all I, black and wear ninja shit every day anyway, so you should be okay. I do wear all black, and I, I, I also kind of think uh, I'm going to be buying. Well, it's also like you don't have anywhere to stuff, go anyway. Right? Well, and also I'm not paying like rent for the yeah. next couple of months, so it's like I could just buy some stuff. You know, shout out to not having to pay LA rent. So that is my story: is I will be on a on a vision quest, working remotely from city to city, city visiting all of my best friends. City to city is going to be. A great rap song at some point. Yeah. I, I yeah. like the sound of that. Um, all right. For that guy over there out on the West Coast in Los Angeles, Evan Swords for myself up here in Knoxville, Tennessee. That is all I've got. Thank you, as always, for the time. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow because guess what? This is a daily podcast. And we'll be back with myself and Mr. Swords next Monday night. Uh, Thank you as always and uh, talk to y'all soon. Leave that five-star review or so help me God, I will come to your house and I will cry outside with a big boombox playing lots of sad songs. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.